Hello, welcome to the Spirit of Praise broadcast coming to you from Tabernacle of Praise Church International, York, South Carolina. I'm Bishop Alfred Jackson. I'm thankful that you've tuned in today. I pray that the message uh, will bless you and impact your life in a powerful way. Again, thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the message. Then who can be against us? And if our God is with us, then what can stand? Thank you, Kenton. I need it there. More than you know. Hallelujah. And I need to stay at those keys as I talk for a minute. Hallelujah. I forgot some protocols at the beginning. Hallelujah, giving honor to God, who is the God of God's Lord of Lords, amen, to his son Jesus Christ, who God gave all authority to, praising God for the Holy Spirit that now lives inside of me and you because we've been purchased by the blood, amen, praise God, we give honor, we give honor to our pastor in his absence, Pastor Jackson, Jackson, Bishop Jackson, and Lady Gladys, we give them honor, and I give you, I give honor to my husband today as well. Praise the Lord, amen. He's here with us for a little bit. And I give honor to you, God's people. You are God's people. And you have not been left alone or hopeless or rejected but that's a pin for yourself. It's just that right where you are, you need to understand what's going on so that your mind won't tell you that God is against you. You have to understand where you are so that your mind won't play tricks on you and tell you that God has not heard you. So I need you to listen to me today. Listen as closely as you can here in the sanctuary and online. Please pay attention. I believe I've heard from the Lord and I must admit that some of the things in the order in which I'm going to share it with you is outside of the box for me. But I'm going to have to give it as God has given it to me. I, I called a couple of parents in here on yesterday, the day before. I said, I want to mention some things. And I want to make sure that you are okay, that your child, your children are in the sanctuary. I may not have gotten to all of you, but I'm not going to say anything inappropriate. But in my bringing you to a place of understanding... I'm going to refer to some very spiritual things that I have seen over the course of the last 12 months and even more recently over the course of this month, which is the Jewish beginning of their new year. I need to let you know, and I believe that the mark of a perfect man or the mature man is one who governs himself by the word of God and let that be his or hers determining factor. 
But what I also know is this, is that God has released into the body certain gifts. And those gifts cannot be neglected or dismissed. And one of the gifts that God has allowed me to operate in only by his will and not by my encouragement is the gift of discernment and seeing in, in the spirit realm as the Lord wills, not at my will. So there are going to be a few things that I would need to share with you that will incorporate some experiences that I've had over the course of this year and over the course of the past couple of weeks. Because I believe it wasn't just for me, but it was for the people of God. So I need you to bear with me. I'm going to put my earphones in. And you know how I feel about this. And I always have to say this because the devil will never set up a mirage and make me feel inadequate because I have to do it like this. I won't. And you too have to find out where the devil has been setting up camp in your life to cause you to be stuck in a place and begin to apply the blood or call that thing out by name and then apply the truth to it. We're going to talk about that a little bit on today. Okay? Keep with me right there. Kenta, you are right. So I'm putting in my earphones and I need you to ask the Lord to help you pay attention. Okay? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Before I start, I want to tell you, you can stay right in that. Who can? Right up in there. I need to tell you my first experience because it's going to be the, 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 the preempting thought of everything. I don't know if it's because I have limited vision in the natural realm. But the Lord has allowed me to be able to see things at certain times. And it's always, it always seems as if it's around this time of year. I don't know, and I have to do more study, Elder, if this is because there is, is there a lot more spiritual activity going on in the months of September, October? I, I'm prone to believe that, but I need to do more studying on, on that. But I, I, I tend to see more activity this time of year. Last year... This time, I was laying on my chase lounge in my living room. It was about 11.30, almost 12 at night, and the, my two oldest daughters went out to QT or Circle K doing their midnight run for some chips. And as I was sitting there, I was half sleeping. I wasn't sleeping. I was in between worlds. All of a sudden, this woman comes up to me, and she reminded me, I couldn't see her face, but she reminded me of somebody's mother. And she saw me sitting or laying on the couch. And I lift my head up. And when I'm seeing in the spirit, I can somehow see. She looked at me. She didn't say a word. And this is the first time that any spirit has touched me. She touched me. And she shook me. Like, wake up now. It's urgent. Get up. Wake up now. It's urgent. Get up. I jumped up off the chase lounge, crazed. Like, what? 
Did this thing just touch me? What was it? Was it, de was it demonic? Was it angelic? What is it? God, give me discernment right now because I, if it's demonic, nothing should be touching me. Don't touch me. So I ran upstairs. I was walking kind of like in, in a, like in a drunken state because I couldn't hardly, it was heavy. My walk was heavy. I couldn't hardly walk, Shaquille, because I felt like I was pulling out of something heavy. Alea Simone was at the top of the stairs. She said, Mom, you all right? I said, I'm okay. I just need to get to the bedroom where Carlton was because I felt safe where he was. After that, about two weeks later, I'm sitting on my chair in the den, four o'clock in the morning. And all of this has a reasoning and I need you to pay attention. I'm sitting there, I'm not asleep. I usually get up at four. All of a sudden I see a spirit tall you can see through him I call it a him he was like light like a light like a glow walking down the stairs towards my back door I'm looking at him he never looks my way and I told Pastor Jackson about everything I'm saying to you today so I'm not talking off I've already talked to him about this some time ago my dog my little dog jumped off of her chair where she sits and starts dancing and prancing around the door like someone was about to open the door. But the spirit went through the door, but she still was dancing like somebody's about to let me out. Somebody's at this door. So she saw or sensed something too. I looked. I was like, God, what's going on? That was an angel of war that came from upstairs down, did not even look at me and went out the door to handle some business because there was a shield on his back. I said, okay, God. And usually when I get things in pieces like this, I don't understand them, so I journal them. I write down everything that surrounded the, the, the situation. Did I smell anything? Did I see anything? Did I see any colors? I write them all down because I know that the Lord works with me in this area at his will, not mine. I always want to keep reiterating, reiterating that. Didn't understand. Then we get to September of this year, Rosh Hashanah. We get to Yom Kippur on September 15th. All these Jewish holidays, I tend to observe them even though I'm not a Jew, but there is layers of information in the high holy days of God. Layers of inform information. This year marks 5782. Anybody knew that? That means this is the year of arising, sobering, being illuminated. This is where we are according to the Jewish calendar. So what does this mean for us and how does, how do these pieces fit together? Well, I want to remind you of something. Over the past two years, we have had different themes. The one before this one was what? Shift for maximum impact. And this, is, this year is the 
The time is now. Now is the time. I want to remind you of this. Just because one year leaves and another year comes in does not mean that the theme for the prior year stops. Does that make sense? So even though we started off this year in January with now is the time or the time is now, it does not mean that shift for maximum impact has ceased. It still is perpetual. All of us have been translated into the new place. You remember that? We are all in new terrain, new territory, new geographical land that we've never, ever, 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 ever been before. And because of that, we have encountered different things and we were gung-ho at the beginning of that year. We had many messages that was um, shift format, the paradigm shift. If you didn't get the memo, going full throttle. We had messages after messages to keep us encouraged through that time. But my brothers and my sisters, we are still shifting. We are still moving. And the terrain and the territory still moves. And this is what has happened. Some of us have seen things that look as if it is at the end. Let me tell you what I mean. I'm talking about God showed me last night. He gave me the word mirages. Some of us in this territory, some of us in this terrain have settled for the mirage. A mirage is an optical illusion that makes something appear to be there that is not. It could be something good or not so good. But some of us have gotten stuck by what looked like water or by what looked like distress, disease, dis-ease turmoil, tribulation, and this is the end of your lot. But my brother and my sister, God has called me. Ugh, sorry. I guess I'm the only one touching this mic today. God has called me today to tell you now is the time to open up your eyes and see that where you are is simply a mirage. And this is not the place to stay. It must be identified because it has grabbed some of you and some of you feel as if this is the end. It is squeezing life out of you. It's squeezing life out of you. You're thinking that it is God carrying you through a trial, but it is simply the enemy trying to keep you in your holding pattern. Open your eyes to the truth of the matter. The mirages have been designed to make you weary, 
to cause you to be depressed and, and to test your faith. In this place where we are in the shift, there is increased amount of spiritual activity. You have to hear what I'm saying and you have to understand it because we're going to have to deal with this for what it really is. And the only way we can deal with it is by the power of God through the authority of Jesus Christ. Because we can't stay here. We are three months out before the next year comes in for our calendar. And some of us have been stuck or think that this is where we are. The increased amount of spiritual activity, some are calling it being woke. Some people have connected into this place that have no rooting or foundation in the word of God so they can go one way or the other. And this is important for your children because let me tell you what's happening. Let me tell you today. I've talked to your children and your children have talked to me. One little girl, and I've asked her parent, if I, I won't mention names, but I've, I've, I've asked her parent. She was no more than five. She pulled me into my closet because when she wants to talk to auntie, she talks to me in my closet. So we straighten up my shoes and she crisscross applesauce on the floor and she begins to talk and sometimes you gotta let children talk because they see spiritual things the bible even tells us that in this time that our, people are going to be dreaming dreams and seeing visions and that does not exclude our children so she talked and went on and she began to tell me she said auntie I saw blood covering the sky just pouring out of the sky. I listened to her. And the Lord says, this was not a dream. This baby saw what she saw. She saw spiritual activity. So I discussed it with my husband. I said, I need to tell her parents. I told her parents. Her parents already was aware. Not only that child, my own children. And I, I, I thought about, and I'll, get, I'll get back to the, yeah, we'll get there now. I thought about it, whether I need to release this information or not. But my own 11-year-old, 12, oh God, 13-year-old now, when she was 12, when she was 11, 11 and 12, she started talking. And I, and I know I'm getting a little here, but I need you to hear this. I need you to understand how much spiritual activity is taking place under your nose. Okay? The children are connecting to it, and they don't even know that's what's happening. My daughter says to me, Simone, she says, Mom, I was in this place and people were wearing dark hoods and they were sitting around a star and I was watching them. She was watching them. So immediately when she said dark hoods and hooded star, I'm thinking a coat. Okay, you need to listen to what I'm saying. So I didn't stop her. I didn't say, oh, stop the blood of Jesus. Not yet, not yet, not yet. Because I need to hear it all out. I said, what else happened, honey? She said, the one was sitting, one was sitting on the throne. 
and he was black. He had all black on. I couldn't see his face, but I saw his malevolent smile. Smile. And if you know Simone, she, she uses words like that. I said, and what happened, honey? She said, he noticed me and became angry. I said, what else happened, honey? She says that one of the hooded creatures, people, she called them people, not creatures, came to me and tried to touch me. I said, okay, honey, what happened after that? All, this, all, all the time I'm journaling, because I'm a mother. She says, when he reached out to touch me, a force field wouldn't allow him to, it was blue. And then I was snatched out of there. And she calls this person, the narrator, said to me, you just don't ever go there again. I said, okay. So my husband pointed out a couple of stars on his phone to her and says, Simone, which one of these stars did you see? She pointed out the one. It was the star that, what do you call it? That occult star. Pentagram, thank you. She saw that. So we prayed over her and we, re we realized the anointing that's on her life. We did not make her afraid of it because she, even at her young age, has to be able to understand and decipher and discriminate between spirits. So we encouraged her, baby. That force field around you means that you are covered by the blood of Jesus. You are covered. You are covered and they cannot hurt you. And I'm telling her the Bible. So not only many of you are experiencing a spiritual activity or an increase of spiritual activity, your children are. And our children have to be rooted and grounded in the truth or the devil will pull them into the darkness of spiritual activity. Okay? I need you to be aware of that. Moms, dads, guardians, the devil is trying to show your children how to astral project, how to do all kinds of things that does not have a root and a grounding in the word of God. And we cannot sit around and let it be as if it is a normal part of life for them. You hear what I'm saying? I think about in the book of Luke, and if you want to take a break, Kenton, you can, but don't go too far. I remember in the book of Luke, maybe chapter four, where Jesus had just came out of the temple and it says in the synagogue, the man ran up to him and said, Jesus, what do you have to do? What do we have to do with you? Have you come to destroy us before the time? I said, why is this man in the temple? Why is this demonic activity okay? Not only that, but other scriptures in the word of God shows us that before Jesus Christ came, that demonic activity was a way of life. One man was even chained in the graveyard because he was outside of his mind, but he was so, everyone was so used to the activity that he did, they just said, well, just, just chain him up. 
Oh, he broke his chain. Just chain him up. Nobody addressed the real issue at hand. See, the enemy don't want us to address him. The enemy wants us to deal with the symptoms of what he gives us in the earth realm. But God is telling us now to wake up. And it's time to deal with these mirages. It's time to deal with the devil and call him out for who he is because we are tired of being in the same place. We have shifted for maximum impact. God has told us that now is the time and the time is now. We can no longer allow the devil to cohabitate with us and say, oh, this is just how it is. Not so. Not so. Not so. You hear me? Not so. Not so. You don't deserve it. You've been blood bought, purchased with the price of the blood of Jesus Christ. You don't have to stay where you are. You don't have to take the foolery that the devil is putting out to you. Not so. Not so. That's right. That's right. So we have to deal with it. Call it out for what it is. Ain't no fear in saying, devil, I see you. I see you. It's no fear and it's no shame in saying, devil, I renounce your power in my life. I renounce every soul tie in my life. I renounce it. We got to move. We've been playing pity pat with it. I think that's you over there, Lisa. We've been playing pity pat with it. With it. Now let me tell you, I'm from the low country and it's going to come out and I'm, it's no shame and I don't care. I mean, I do care. I want you to understand me. When I start talking fast, it starts happening. Okay? So just bear with me. We've been playing with it. We've been, we've been just stroking its head. Okay, don't, okay, okay, calm down, calm down, calm down. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, calm down. Okay, all right. Then it roar, it rears its ugly head again, and then it, it, it lets you know it's in control and not you. Take a look. Think about your life. Think about what's going wrong with, with, with the thing that you keep allowing to happen. Think about it. You got to do it. I can't do it for you, but we can't stay here. The next three months are crucial, and they're, pitiful, they're, they're pivotal to our progress. You've been wearied. You've been wearied. You've been made to feel depressed. You've been, the devil's been trying to snuff you out slightly, just, just, just suffocating you slowly but surely, suffocating the life out of you. When, when COVID came, it should have been a time for us to pray more, to get on our face more, but we didn't do it. No, we didn't. No, you didn't. You did not do it. You did not do it. Your eyes were distracted. You were looking at the things all around you. You were looking at the new Everything else became important and of the essence, but praying, but, 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 but getting on your face before the Lord, but that you ain't been doing it. We haven't been, I'm not saying it. I'm just saying across the board, because on this side of COVID, there should have been some stronger things, stronger things. Now some strong, some people pleading the blood of Jesus. Now something different should have been happening on this side of COVID and I don't see it. But God is saying today that today, wake up. For the glory of the Lord has risen where? Upon you. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. 
You have all authority in Jesus Christ and the very power of God that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of you because his spirit is there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stop tolerating it. We got to stop tolerating it. I'm going to get to my notes. I'm almost done, actually, I think. I want to strike a match in you today. I want to strike a ma- I want to strike a fire. I want to make you. I want to make you so mad at the enemy's um, hand in your life, in your marriage, in your children. I want to make you mad about his activity and his increased spiritual activity in your life, and in the life of the people you love, the in the world, in our nation. We need to be mad about that thing. But God has given us what we needed to do something about it. Bear with me. And I'm not afraid of the quiet, so you don't have to say anything. I'm just getting to my notes here. We bless the name of the Lord today. His name is higher above all names. And God is calling us today to start using the name and applying the blood, using the name and applying the blood. The enemy has been putting us all to the test to see how, what we're going to do and how we're going to respond. How you're going to respond, what you're going to do. I dare you to do anything to me. I dare you to use the name of Jesus. I dare you to try to get out your situation. I dare you to try to get liberty. I dare you. That's what he's doing. I dare you to try to get delivered out of that soul tie. I dare you to try to do anything that will cause a progression towards God. I dare you. He's daring us. To see what we're going to do. Then you know why that Pastor Jackson over the past couple of weeks prior has been talking about uh, strengthening our faith in him and reminding us. And this is just, I'm just, I'm, I'm hearing this now. Reminding us that God is trustworthy. Do you understand why God has us in the book written by Tony Evans? A foundational book that carries us through the the, the theology of God. Do you understand the pieces of the puzzle? It is so that we can be undergirded with the truth in this place. That's why every Tuesday night after we get off the prayer call, we encourage you. Join us on Wednesday night for our hour of power. Join the young adults on on Thursday. Parents, get your children in with the the children's class, the teenager's class on Sunday. Do you know why? Everybody is affected in this place and everybody has to be undergirded. And not just me, not, not, not just Shaquille, not just Kenton. All of y'all, everybody in here, 
So when the enemy comes, uh, it, when he comes and raises up like a flood, that the standard is lifted up. If there is no standard, you will be overcome and consumed. The standard, wake up. I already told you that the result of the enemy's increase in activity in this place is weariness, confusion, a slipping away, you silently pulling back from the church. I'm so sorry. You, 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 you say you're watching on Facebook Live, but you you scrolling. You don't stay all the way. You scrolling. You're trying to see who uh, who else is out there. You're not staying. You are you are scrolling. Not all of y'all. So you can't get fixed in something. You can't get settled in the word. And after today, you will not look back at the scripture passages. You will not listen to this again. You won't. Some of you won't. But God is calling us to wake up and be sober of mind. This is 5782, the year of enlightenment. You can no longer be driven outside of your mind. You're not crazy. God has not created you to be crazy or unable or inadequate. The word of God anchors us. Some of you have been experiencing demonic harassment and you've just been chalking it up to, oh, you know, that's just that. That's just, no, not so, not so. It, some of this stuff is demonic harassment. Picking at you and picking at you. Picking and picking and agitating you, frustrating you. And you've been accepting it as just what it is. It is demonic, but, but this is what it is. It's demonic harassment. And you're so shame, you're too shame or full of pride to call a spade a spade. And I ain't judging nobody in here. I'm just saying what I'm saying. I'm not the shepherd of this house. I'm just telling you what I saw in the spirit. You got to call a spade a spade in your own life. Don't look at me and look at my wrongs. You need to see what's inside of you that needs to be renounced. If you want to move now, everybody ain't in this place. Some of us have seen, okay, in this new territory, yeah, there's a lot of spiritual activity. I see that mirage. Oh, I see that. And you've been pleading the blood. You've been, you've been following the spirit of God, and you've been doing what you need to do. You've even seen some people that have been lagging behind, and you've called them. Well, you know what? Why we don't call people no more when we see they out of, out of, out of, out of, from under the ark? What, what are we afraid of? What, what, what do we have to lose when we see a brother that's overcome with a sin? What do we have to lose by calling them and say, brother, I see this is going on in your life. I'm here to help you. I ain't here to talk about you. What's so wrong with that? Why we don't do that no more? Why do we get on the phone or send text messages and say, oh, you see what so-and-so is doing? Or you heard about someone? Why we don't go and restore a brother or a sister? 
When the enemy is trying to overcome them and consume their life, why do we find pleasure in not, I don't want to say it's pleasure, I don't know what it is, maybe it's not pleasure, why are we afraid to move forth and, 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 and join with that brother or sister in prayer? Brother, I need to pray with you. I see the stronghold of the enemy on your life, but God is greater. God is greater in your life. Oh, you can make it out of this, brother. Sister, I see that you have this soul tied with this man. And I know you're trying to get out, but it's hard for you. But let's join together in prayer. Why, why we ain't doing that? Because we all in this shift. Ain't no need to see somebody lagging and you moving and you not look behind you and pick somebody up and get them. We got, we got to move forward. I need you and you need me. Now, what to do? <laughs> what to do? I heard the Lord say, we got to move from the place of the mirages and go further up and further in. Further up and further in. And every demon that we encounter as we move forward, you have to realize that you have been given you have been given the authority through Jesus Christ to subdue it. Okay? Further up, further in. Further up and further in means that there are going to be some sacrifices that you are going to have to do. You're going to have to say, God, not my will, but your will be done in this thing. I can't be 60 and 70 and 80 years old and still battling the same demon. You shouldn't want that for you. Further up and further in. Today, I say to you again that the glory of the Lord has risen on you. Your progress, progress can no longer be deterred. So what you have to do here, here's quick, and we're about to do some things. The altar call, we're going to have an altar call, but you can't come to the altar because we are practicing social distancing here. So we don't, we, we're not doing that, but where everybody where they are, we're going to create an altar. Gonna be, altar going to be where you at. Oh, God. The, the altar will be wherever you are. Is that better, Jonathan? <laughs> First, identify the mirage where you are, where you are stuck, and get the, clay, get the slate clean. What is it that has you here? What ties has you here? Why have you enjoyed being here? And if you have not enjoyed being here, why are you staying here if it's not bringing you any enjoyment? If it's causing you stress, if it's causing you dis-ease, if it's causing you... Um, the enslavement that is causing you. Why, you. why are you being a slave? To the very thing that is designed strategically to destroy you. So identify this mirage. Identify it and get the slate clean. How do you get the slate clean? Guess what? You can't do it yourself. First things first, and I think I've always, always said this. I think this is always a... Something, one of the points in my messages every time, but it bears repeating. You are going to have to open up your mouth and renounce, and I've said this earlier, renounce the powers of darkness over your life. Renounce it. Ask 
the Lord to help you follow the rope backwards because you may not in yourself remember doing anything that needs renouncing. But there may be something in your bloodline line that needs to be checked. A young woman came to my house last week. Unexpectedly, she came in town. She came to visit. And she began to talk. And she began to talk about the demonic activity that was pressuring hard on her and her ability to see witches looking at her and her pleading the blood of Jesus and how they're just on her and on her and just trying to pull her outside of her mind. She said, Sister Smalls, I thought I was going crazy. I looked at her and said, baby, you ain't going crazy. Mm -mm. You ain't going crazy. You've been allowed to see this stuff. Now, what to do with it? You have to realize that this renouncing for her, she had to go back in her childhood when, when she didn't have no involvement and renounce some of the things that her parents did, like took her to palm readers. She, she wasn't getting her palm read, but she was in there. She had to renounce that. She, I, I didn't have any involvement in it, but I had to renounce anything in my bloodline that may have been an open door or a portal to any type of demonic activity in my life, even though I wasn't a part of it. I said, that's right, baby. Look back. You look back. Follow the rope backwards. Ain't no time to blame nobody. It's time to find it and apply the blood. Your, mama might in, your mother may not have known any better. Your daddy may not have known any better. But guess what? The glory of the Lord has risen upon you, and you know better. Renounce it. Ask God by Holy Spirit to show you what it is that's keeping you tethered, keeping you in bondage that you can't, you just spinning your wheels in the dirt and can't seem to get out of that ditch or you feel like you're moving in quicksand. Renounce it. Ask God to show you and renounce it. The next thing, you need to put your garment back on. You took it off. You took off your garment. The garment is never to be taken off. You have a signet ring which denotes the authority of God in your life. You have a robe on you when you were purchased by the blood of Jesus that, that, that denotes his uh, presence in your life. You need to keep on your garments. Your garments never come off. Your sword is always on your hip. Your helmet is always on. Your breastplate of righteousness is always on your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace should always be on suit up you cannot battle the devil without being suited up he will make you think you got it what was that scripture with the seven sons of Sceva they was trying to do some work they said, uh, we cast you out in the name of uh, Paul, or no, in, in, um, in the name of Jesus, which Paul, I go, thank you. And he said, that was it, I know Jesus. I know Paul. But who are you? They weren't robed. They didn't have on the signet ring. You can't cast the devil out, not unless you know the one who does the casting out. It's not you. 
It is Jesus Christ, the power of God through the authority of Jesus Christ. And you have to be a believer. You have to know it by faith. You have to be in this place. The power is a force. It can be active or inactive. What is it in your life? Is the power of God active or inactive in your life? Christ has given us the ability to do what we need to do over here. Everything that Jesus tells me to do is the truth. However, he tells me to move is the truth because whatever he tells me to do, it's going to cause me to triumph. You have to trust God again. Some of your trust and your faith and your belief in God has diminished because of what has happened. I am encouraging you today to trust God again. Trust him again. He's never going to tell you to do anything that, he, that that's not going to benefit you. Everything that God tells you to do is for his glory and for your. Put your garments on. Suit up. Number one, renounce. Identify your, your mirages. Identify those places, those soul ties. You, gotta, you got to do this. Put your garments back on. Understand your authority in Jesus Christ. Then tell the devil to shut up and get out. That's what Jesus did. When, 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 when the man that was full of the demons came to him after he was preaching in the synagogue, and he, what are we to do with you, Jesus? We know who you are. Jesus said, he didn't say this, but I think he probably meant this. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to, I ain't changing the scriptures up. But I can, in myself, I can see Jesus saying, I don't need your, endor your endorsement. You don't have to tell the people that I'm the son of God. I don't need no devil to endorse me. So he told him to shut up and come out. This is where we are, people of God. I want to help you. I want you to stand up. Kenton, get back to the keyboard because we're about done. I want you to be mad today because you've lost out on a lot. I don't know if Nakia is here. Get them flags back there. Because we're about to plead the blood of Jesus over this congregation and also on social media. The time is now. We're in 5782. Wake up. Wake up. I declare and decree over this congregation. No more slumbering. No more slumbering. You will not go forth in the next three months asleep. Allowing the strategy of the enemy to consume and overtake your home and your life. Today we're going to plead the blood of Jesus over you because you need help. You need help. You've been asking for help. You've been crying out to the Lord. I remember reading in the book of first of Psalm 18 when David said, I cried unto the Lord for help. And he says that the Lord heard my cry. He says that he heard from heaven and he robed himself in darkness because the Lord was angry. And he came down 
down from heaven with fire in his nostrils. And at the blast of his nostrils, he split the sea. God was on his way to help David. And then David said that out of the deep waters that he drew me out and he placed me on the rock. What is that rock? The rock is Jesus. So today we are drawing and we are placing our feet on the rock that is called Jesus. There is no other name by which men can be saved. The Bible tells us that at his name that demons tremble in terror. It's time to make the demons in your life that's been keeping you where you are tremble in terror. Now I need you right now to stand up because we ain't going in tomorrow like we came in today. No, not so. Not so. Not so. Somebody say that. Not so. Not so. Not so. You've been purchased by God through the very blood of Jesus. That means that you are of value. Anybody that gives their life, no one will give their life. The only one that will give their life and become sin instead of you being it is Jesus Christ. So there's value to you and there's purpose in your life and God has a need for you in the kingdom but he wants you to be free. He wants you to be free. Now on social media, I'm doing my best not to talk in other languages but if you hear me slip out and you got questions about it, you, you email us or you message us because I might just slip out and speak in tongues. All right? We don't want to scare nobody on social media. But there's biblical foundation for it. Okay? I just don't want to feel hindered. But today is the day that the people of God wake up. Wake up. The spiritual activity that's taking place, there's a remedy for it. The blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. We don't preach about the blood. We don't talk about the blood enough. Our praise and worship songs are all feel-good songs now. Oh God, I worship you and yes we do. We worship the Lord. But we need the blood. We need the blood. So right now, in the name of Jesus, while Kenton is playing, Nobody can hear you. You need to lift up your hands to the Lord and tell the Lord what you are going to renounce. Tell him what you're turning from. Tell him what you're repenting from. It's on you. It's on you if you want that thing to continue in your life or not. You see, you need to say, Father God, I renounce this. Every perversion in my life, every sickness and disease, every plague that is not of you, plagues are, are not of God everything that comes against my life as a strategy of the enemy to destroy me I come against it with the words of my mouth we overcome by the words of our testimony and the blood of the lamb it's the blood that's going to set us free today 
Do you want to be made free today? I can't hear you. You don't want to be made. Social media, I'm talking to you. Please put in the comment section. Do you want to be made free today? Or some of you don't think you need freedom because you've been hiding behind that thing. That thing's been telling you don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Don't tell nobody that you caught it. You're going to be shamed. It's going to humiliate you. It's going to embarrass you. But today is the day. It is the acceptable year of the Lord to preach freedom to the captives. Get free today. Come on, get free. I renounce my involvement with anything that's not like you, Father. Father, I speak to my bloodline. I speak to my bloodline. I speak to my bloodline. I'm talking this prayers that I feel in the atmosphere. Okay? I speak to the bloodlines. Every open door that has been opened and the people of God didn't realize it was open. We speak to them. We close them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We apply the blood. We apply the blood. We apply the blood. Over our children. Over our children's children. The blood of Jesus still has power. It will never lose its power. It has the power to free the captive. Get free today. Get free today. Now, Father, every portal that has been opened by demonic activity pushing and pushing in the earth realm, pushing, trying to push their way, push their way in the believer's life, we shut them in Jesus' name. We shut them in Jesus' name. We shut them. In Jesus' name. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. The Lord rebuke you off of the lives of the believer. We shall not go in tomorrow like we came in today. We are changed. We are new creatures. In Christ, I am new. In Christ, I am righteous. In Christ, there is no condemnation. In Christ, there is no guilt. In Christ, there is no humiliation. In Christ, there's no embarrassment. So I bring everything to the altar as an offering for you to consume. Wash me. Cleanse me afresh. Give me my robe on my shoulder again. And my ring on my finger. Father, I make the decision today to speak a life in my marriage, to speak a life in my children, to have an ear to hear what you say. Holy Spirit, I've been neglecting you and I'm praying what I hear in the spirit. I've been neglecting your presence in my life. So now I say, forgive me for dismissing you. Forgive me for not listening to you. Forgive me for going my own way. Forgive me for making my own decision. I applied the blood of Jesus to my life. Holy Spirit, have your way. Oh, you need to be saying it. Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way. Sanctify my heart. Purify my mind. Sanctify my heart. Purify my mind. Sanctify my heart and purify my mind.
Hallelujah. 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 Mothers, fathers, if you have your children with you, lay hands on your children where you are and apply the blood of Jesus. This is your seed that God has given you stewardship over. Hallelujah. Now, Father, we apply the blood of Jesus over our children's minds. That this awakening that is happening, that some of our children may encounter, that they would not hear the voice of the stranger. They will not obey the voice of the stranger. They will not obey the voice of the stranger. I call children that have fallen away from faith. Teenagers and young adults. We call them back into the safety of the ark. Hallelujah. Some of us have been praying for our children who may be adults now, but God, your blood never loses its power. So we apply the blood of Jesus to their lives and we'll do it every day until you tell us otherwise. Holy Ghost, we hear you and we obey. We obey. We obey. We will not be afraid. We will call out what needs to be called out and put the word of God on it. Now, angels of the Lord that have been assigned, we call you to move forth. We call you to move and go forth. Angels of the Lord that have been assigned to this word, go forth. Go forth. Go forth. Go forth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus Christ. The blood. Yes, Lord. Yes. Let everyone in this building say, Father, I say yes again to your will. Father, I say yes again to your way. Father, I need you to help keep me. Holy Spirit, I'm going to need your keeping power. You don't have to say this, but I'm going to say this. Because the enemy is going to come back at you and try to entangle you and snare you again. Okay? So say this with me. Holy Spirit, I need your keeping power. Holy Spirit, I need your keeping power. Father, I praise you because you have once again rolled me in righteousness. And I wear your signet ring. And I have my sword, which is the word of God. And I am ready now to avenge the enemy in my life. I do it all in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody say, in the name of Jesus. 
all over this place. Say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Don't turn back. Don't believe and sit around the campfire of the mirage. That was a lie. For the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. There is light in you. The light inside of you dispels the darkness. Fear not. And be strong in the Lord. And in the power of of his might you have no might in your own strength it is only by the power of God that you're going to be able to run through troops and leap over walls now father I thank you for your word seal your word seal your word give us your discernment to discriminate against spirits so that we can be sober in our thoughts, in our minds, and in our activities, our responses and reactions. We want to do what's pleasing to you and be good soldiers in this army. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, I pray and give you thanks. Amen. Amen. And amen. And before you sit, let's offer Christ and you can stay in there. If you don't know Christ today, we offer you Christ. It is better to be inside the ark than outside the ark. And no one has ever told you that Jesus Christ loves you. I'm here to tell you that today. Come on in. Jesus Christ, God gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, that if you believe in him, that you will not perish but have an everlasting life. And not only that, he will give you authority and power to be free. We welcome you into the family today. You online, if you don't know, I'm going to say this prayer. You can say it with me. Father, I know that I'm a sinner and I cannot save myself. So today I say I need you. And I believe that Jesus Christ is your son and that you raised him from the dead on the third day. And he now is seated at your right hand, making intercession for me. And that is why I am coming, because Jesus was praying for me. Now, Father, wash me with the blood. Give me a robe in my signet ring. Help me, Holy Spirit, to know you better. In Jesus' name, we pray. I pray. Amen. If you prayed that with me, you saved. Email us or message us. We'll help you. If you don't live in this area, we'll connect you with a Bible-believing church. Let us help you. You're not a, 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 a tumbling weed out there in the desert. You need to be connected to a shepherd that loves you and that's committed to your discipleship. Amen. 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 All right. We're done. I pray 
that you understood what I was saying today and the urgency in which I heard it from the Holy Spirit. And I say to you today, arise and shine. For your light has come. You are not powerless and you are not without authority. Don't go into, into tomorrow like you came in today. Go strong in his might and in his power. Now I'll give the benediction. Oh Lord, I can't remember it. I say this to you. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding better and more than you can ever imagine or think according to the power that works inside of you. In Jesus' name we pray and give you thanks. Let the people of God say amen, amen, and amen. God bless you all. Be blessed. Amen. I pray that you've been blessed by the message. And if you have, write to us. Let us know how this message has impacted your life. Or if you've made a decision for Christ today to follow Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, write to us and let us know that as well and give us your information so that we can follow up with you. You may write to us at Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. That's Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. Give us your email address or a way to contact you so that we can follow up with you. Also, we would like for you to sow into this ministry. If you've been blessed by this work, by the preaching of the gospel and the teaching of the gospel, and you would like to help further this cause, we're not just preaching here in the United States. We are preaching around the world. Through this podcast, our messages are being heard in many places around the world. We are actively working in eight countries in the world, on the ground in Liberia, Malawi, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Guinea, uh, Kenya, and Dominican Republic. So if you'd like to help us in this work, feel free to sow a seed to help further the preaching and teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the expanding of the kingdom of God. If you would like to give, go to topraise.org forward slash give. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Continue to pray with us and for us as we continue to spread this gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. God bless you.